I'm delighted to welcome for what is a seemingly a kind of series of, of podcasts unexpectedly. So uh, very delighted to welcome for the third time, Geza Teriani. Welcome, Geza. Hello, how are you doing? I'm fantastic, thank you, as always. And I keep on being asked by, by Maggie, whose who's land I live on here, how do you, where's your, where does your name come from? Because it's not like John Smith or, you know, Mary Brown or whatever, is it? So can you give us a bit of background on, on how you got your wonderful name? Well, I'm just going to say, very, very brief, it could have been worse, it could have been, it's Hungarian, and it could have been called Pitts Fiam or something else. So my mother went, no, you can't call him that, you can't call him that. So uh, eventually I got my dad's name, Geza Teriani. So which is G-E-Z-A, Teriani, T-A-R-J-A-N-Y-I. And that was it. And what it's made me, to be honest with you, I an unusual name in Preston or in Lancashire, wherever I am. It's made me. And the best way I can describe it is if you've ever heard of a song called A Boy Named Sue, he said, why do you call me Sue? Because I know life would be rough. And he didn't do, he didn't do it for that reason. But I totally identify with that song. So, uh, yeah, life ain't easy for a guy called Gazer. <laughs> <laughs> but you're you're certainly memorable, regardless of what whatever your name is. Uh, you're, you're certainly a, a memorable person. So today um, we're we're chatting particularly about the green agenda. Um, mm-hmm. is, it, is it really green, Gazer? Is it really a green green agenda, or are we the ones being green and naive, believing in it? Well, remember, what I want people to understand is I'm just like everybody else out there. So I was believing the BBC, I was believing the green agenda, you know, the climate change and everything. Uh, even though I've been in Lytham, St. Towns for what, uh, 30 odd years, nearly 40 years, and they, I haven't seen the sea rising any higher than it was. 40 years ago so I mean that's got to be a, you know an absolute line we've had no flooding uh, but yeah it's it, it's we've been sucking in to uh, uh, an agenda where they're using climate change and the fear the fear of climate change that we've only got 12 years to live uh, uh, to uh, control every aspect of our lives and the green agenda is the most fascist group of uh, people you would ever wish to meet in your, in your life there is no wriggle room. It's their way or no way. And that, to me, is fascism, when they're dictating uh, what your lives are. So, uh, uh, And what the proof we have now is, why are they, the Greens, Friends of the Earth, with all their contacts and all their stars and all the, uh, the media contacts they've had over the years, they're very quick to put them on there when there's a, you know, uh, to, to be our voice. But why are those voices not, not coming out about our liberties and our freedoms? They're still going on about climate. So to me, if anybody has got any doubt whatsoever about the Greens, and I'm going to be clear, that's Green Party, Greenpeace, Friends of the Earth, uh, and the supporters like Eco, Tristy and Lush, I have, I have witnessed what these people do. They suck the oxygen from any frontline campaigning, and they're controlled, completely controlled. You mentioned two companies there. Was it Eco, Tristy and Lush? Uh, Lush that uh, are funding the spy cops uh, case in court, uh, yet they have just they did a video in 2018 2019 uh, called Power Trip and Power Trip, uh, even though they were told and I, I I'm not shy I, I made sure that they knew about it that we were being absolutely decimated by certain characters, controlled characters, government industry, uh, people with criminal records being blackmailed or or. Uh, or bribed to do and do do their job for them. Uh, yet they did a video called Power Trip. There was a complete lie from beginning to end saying that Reclaim the Power from Bristol uh, uh, had come up to Preston Road to help us. 
We didn't need anybody's help. They came up to suck the oxygen away from us uh, and set up a case uh, that, again, the reason I'm, I'm so, uh, I am so dangerous to these people is the fact that I'm here for the last 10 years. So I bring a depth of uh, evidence and experiences that nobody, nobody has. It's all in here. If you've experienced it, you can't write it down. It's in your head. Uh, and you can select that at any any moment. And that's why I'm so dangerous. I know the danger. I'm in a unique position uh, from being the very first house damaged by fracking in this country, you know, on April the 1st. It's 10 years tomorrow, 10 years since I was, my house was damaged. And this government, the Tory government, well, the government in general, Labour and Tory, because there's no opposition now, woke up a monster. And I am I am out here to devastate the lies and the deceit and, and, the, and the fraud, the organised criminality behind this and the greens are right front and center they make it appear that they're the opposite to what the you know the government are the government need the greens and we've got a recording of gail brabrook of stinction rebellion who has just said that so um i've heard the, the term banded about quite often these days controlled opposition so are you saying that anything green that's in the kind of mainstream they are controlled opposition. Absolutely, absolutely everything, everything. That's the head of uh, Friends of the Earth, head of Greenpeace, head of uh, uh, the Green Party. And the reason I can say that is because when you look at their experience, now I've just been doing it 10 years, which is just a drop in the ocean, right? I've had no experience whatsoever to work, work what I've been doing. But when you see it and then you pass it on to uh, say these people that have been campaigning for decades now they know infiltrators they know the the, the opposition they know uh, criminals are, are put in they know about blackmail and, and whatever yet they never ever questioned even one of these people that i was flagging not one i never had a voice i never ever had a voice but the thing is with like most things things i don't get angry about it i just pursue them and i record them and i go in their faces just like i do with the politicians now but what i'm doing is 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 uh the, a recording that they put out there uh, with the, the power trip video, I suggest anybody looks at it, the power trip video from beginning to end, those people that are on there are not heroes. Those people on there are the controlled opposition that sucked the oxygen out of, uh, of Preston New Road. So can I just take a second or two just to go through? Uh, I just thought I'd just write a list down to bring people up to speed because believe it or not, I would say 98% of this country didn't know about fracking <laughs> and they never will. <laughs> you know, they just, it's not affecting them. Though, had we not been successful in stopping it, uh, then two thirds of the country would be fracked. Uh, you, that'd be your water table, air quality, your road. I mean, the roads are bad enough now. Imagine having many, you know, 60, 70 ton trucks going along it, you know, with uh, fracking fluid or whatever. There would have been even more damage. So uh, just a, a background. So tomorrow is 10 years since uh, my house was damaged by, uh, there you go, that's it. Have a cup of coffee because I'll, I'll fill you in quickly. <laughs> You'll finish that by the time of this. But it's just a quick, up, up, uh, 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 like I said, update. So April 1st tomorrow is going to be uh, the 10th anniversary of my house being damaged, which I witnessed. I was in my home early hours of the morning. Everything shook everything, the, the, the chair was shaking. I was on an office chair with wheels on it. It was shaking about this much from side to side. Very excited. I've never been in an earthquake in my life. So uh, I was uh, I was buzzing. Anyhow, it was about four or five months later uh, that we found out the truth that it was fracking. And like everybody else, I tapped in my keyboard, 
fact, I was lucky enough to look at the Tyndall report and uh, there was a, two or three uh, experts in front of the senators in, in America uh, that were uh, in an inquiry and they did little sections of about five or six minutes. I haven't got a long time uh, span for watching all this information, so it was very quick. And then I realized that it was the first frack and that if I worked hard, I could uh, stop fracking. Uh, now, what the position I was in at that moment was, I was a successful DJ, kids entertainer. I was in a four bedroomed house. Uh, I was working seven days a week, loved my job, didn't even have a holiday. But at that moment in time, and just this is a little bit of, a, of insight into uh, what I was facing at the time. And that's why now nobody can touch me, uh, you know, as in mentally, and I see how, why I'm mentally strong. Uh, what had happened was uh, I've been happily married for a year. Uh, and uh, uh, my wife had taken, unknowing, without anybody telling her, took, taken a, a pill called Yasmin. Uh, and that uh, had two uh, ingredients. And one of them triggered bipolar. We didn't know that at the time. Uh, so she came off it when we realized massive mood swings, uh, when she came off it, it triggered bipolar and it was rapid bipolar 10 days, about 10 days in bed. Uh, well, she actually lost weight. You would have thought you'd be eating that she lost weight. Then she had about four or five days bouncing off the ceiling with no sleep, little to no sleep, no sleep virtually. Uh, and then I'd have my wife back again. Uh, and it took about six or seven months for me to find out. And it was just an article in the paper that I realized that these, uh, symptoms were, were bipolar. It took me another year to get back. Nearly broke me. That, you know, the, the woman that you love, it, that nearly, nearly broke me. I was very, very close. I got to a point where I couldn't even speak uh, on, on a day, not every day, but just one particular day. I realised how low I was. And then I just started fighting back. So uh, the, the outcome of that was uh, I divorced my wife because uh, it wasn't ever going to work between the two of us. She couldn't get herself better. And now she's in a better place. All right, now I'm going to bring that up. Why it's important that you need to know that in a second or two, how the enemy works. And this, this is a warning to anybody else. Now, I'm hard as nails now. Uh, well, I was, I've always been <laughs> pretty tough. Uh, but I'm hard as nails now, as in nobody can get anywhere near to the pain I was feeling then. All right? Nobody. Absolutely nobody. Anything they say just bounces off me. So they can try. And what they do... Well, I'll explain that in a second. So the first group I set up was a group called... Uh, uh, at the end of 2011. So it was April 1st, 2011, with the earthquakes. By the end of 2011, I saw a video called Fracking Hell. If anybody wants to know about fracking, have a look at that best video there's been. It covers everything. Uh, it's about, go for the 20-minute version. Uh, and it was uh, explaining about fracking. And, and I went, blimey, this is bad. And there was only a handful of people there. So I said, should we start a group? So early 2012, we set a group up called, uh, uh, which was RAF, which was Resident Action on Foul Fracking. And I didn't realize then I was already being played. I was already using the Delphi technique and people can look into the Delphi technique. This is how they ostracize a person that's, you know, really keen or got good questions. They sideline you, uh, undermine you, uh, 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 you know, just pat you on the head. Oh, you're doing a good job. Because I was going with these people because I thought they had experience, you see, also with friends of the air. Anyhow, I took that for about three months and then I left. I went, no. I set up a group called Frack Free Filed. Uh, and that was from day one to help other groups around the country. Uh, I hired a room in Lytham called uh, Lytham Cricket Club, uh, and that was purely for people to use. So at short notice, so let's say something came in or an action needed doing, I said, well, you can use this. This is, this is available to everybody, anybody in the country, anybody in Lancashire. And I booked it seven till nine. If it cost me thousands, you know, it came out of my own pocket. Uh, but I didn't mind because I was earning money anyhow then. So uh, that's where we were. Now, subsequent to that, the first group I set up called RAF, Resident Action on File Fracking, uh, was chaired 
uh, eventually. We did have a, a, a first chair. He was forced out. He was hounded out. A good guy was a doctor. He was hounded out. Uh, and a guy called Ian Roberts came in. Uh, and we found out in 2017, it took all that time, so 2011 to 2017, uh, I found out that his brother was Mark Roberts, Chief Inspector of Manchester Police, who was Gold Command over two sites where there was horrific uh, 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 violence uh, against the protesters. It was just simply walking the trucks in and trucks out. Uh, people, cheekbones broken, legs broken, women over the faces shoved in the ground with three or four coppers. One of them actually smiling on his back. And his brother, Ian uh, Mark Roberts, was, was in command. He was Gold Commander of that. So when we found that out, everything fell into place. And get this. He was a Green Party candidate for the council in 2010 or 2011. So when you look at these things, and that was sort of like putting all the pieces together. When I heard that, so many things then just went bam, bam, bam. That fits in, that fits in. Now, had, I not, uh, had it not been me, with all the experience I'd had, then we wouldn't have known. Uh, so uh, what we've gone now. So up to that point of 2017, uh, 2014, I started getting the groups together, organising the groups called uh, Preston New Road, Rosica, uh, Singleton, uh, Fleet, Fre uh, Fleetwood. There was a few groups in the area, Ra uh, Reef and Raffle. Well, Reef were on the book that helped us as well. So we got, we managed to uh, organise ourselves to uh, win at Lancashire County Council against the odd. Uh, Greenpeace and Green Friends of the Earth were no help whatsoever, but they took credit, like everything else, to take the credit. So we closed four sites that were ready to frack. That was Preston New Road. No, no, that was uh, Anna's Road, uh, which I stayed outside of for five days to notify the millionaires that were on the back. Didn't know it was a fracking site. Uh, Singleton, uh, which was Presaw Farm. Uh, we had uh, a place next to uh, a Banks that was next to Southport. That was closed. That's now back to the, all these are back to fields. And the other one was Singleton. Da, 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 da. What's the other one? There was a fourth one. I can't remember off the top of my head. Anna's Road, Singleton. Anyhow, there was four all together. Uh, Presaw Farm. Oh yeah, Presaw Farm was the other one. So closed all four sites. So we were already, uh, you know, in in a driving seat. And then Preston New Road and Rosica were the next ones that were on there. Uh, we managed to win at Lancashire County Council uh, at LCC. Uh, again, against the odds. Well organised. Even they, even they uh, uh, commented how organised we were. Professional, the what we thought they saying. And then uh, after winning, we the Sajid Javid. Uh, that then came in and overruled it and allowed the Preston New Road site. And that was the, my next layer of where I was having to learn uh, new skills. So we've done all the council side and all the planning side of it. And remember, all that knowledge was then in here to use when the, when the site came up. And boy, did I use it. Can I just, can I just interrupt, Gaza, because not everybody knows what fracking is. The number of people I've spoken to recently, and I say, isn't it wonderful that there's no fracking in the UK? And they, they turn around and go, well, what, what's fracking? So can you just well, explain? Well, there's actually four ways to frack, and the fourth way was the way they wanted to get to bypass the councils. So the first thing we did was uh, we got the it, the first four sites that were in Lancashire were passed by a guy called Stuart Perigo, who's the planning officer. So he just ticked it off. You know, there was no planning, no 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 opposition to it because we didn't know about it. Now fracking's basically you go into uh, about a mile down into the earth there, and then you go into the shale layer which is, is, is compacted shale layer of rock uh, that contains gas. Uh, and then you go about a mile, you can go to four miles actually, you can go mile horizontal 
And then what you do, you set a charge off, which fractures the rock, punches holes in the, in the casing, uh, and then you pump water in it, and then that with sand in it, and the sand goes between the cracks and then allows the gas to come back up at the pipe. Uh, and each one can have 30 different stages. We can have more than that, obviously, how deep we go or how long it is. But the ones that we saw was 30 different stages. Uh, and each stage has got a, a, a casing, that the charge stick, which is made by Halliburton, this was a, something that I managed to stop, I managed to stop a pressing your rod, by the way, is a, is a, a long tube and it, the, the uh, conical uh, charges spiral all the way down this, this, this tube. There's 180 charges containing uh, uh, depleted uranium. Mm -hmm. And I stopped that. I stopped that at Lancashire County Council. So what they had to do then was use the, uh, 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 use a, uh, perforated cases that went down. So they're already, pre uh, cases were already sent down with a casing on, that, they, that with a sheath on it so they could pull it, so then open up the holes. So we got rid of that, and then that it was fraught with danger from that mo moment on. So then what they do is, it releases the gas, and that uh, comes up to the surface, and obviously they tanker it away, or they, they put it into the national grid. Now that's, that's fracking uh, for shale, that's shale gas fracking. Now you've got uh, coal bed methane, which is the same process, but it's done in the, the coal bed layer. Uh, that is, there's more chance of contamination because that's closer to your aquifers. All of this is going to contaminate your aquifers. And once it's contaminated, they contaminate forever. You can't clean an aquifer. It's simple as that. So then you will not be able to drink your water, your fresh water. Sorry, contaminating your, your what? Your aquifer. A aquifer. You know, where you, where you drill into your wells. Well, that's, that's an aquifer, you know, of rock, chalk rock. And then you've got, that's full of water. And it's been filtered for thousands of years. And then, you know, once that's contaminated, you can't use that again for right. your animals or anything. It, it's, it's, that's what part of fracking is, was to contaminate that water and then control those communities because mm -hmm. then you're selling the water. Mm -hmm. So that was, so that's fracking. Then you've got coal bed methane. Then you've got underground coal gasification. And all of these have been be beaten in this country, by the way. The other one was underground coal gasification. And that was the most dangerous. That's only been used twice, I think, in the world. In Australia, it's still burning down there. And what they do is they drill down. You have two drills. You have one, and then you then you, uh, you, you, you drill down there. You set fire to the coal face, right, uh, to the coal, and then you regulate. It's like a Bunsen burner. You put oxygen down there to keep it fire, and then uh, the gas that comes up runs a, a generator, okay? Fraught with danger. Like I said to you, it's still burning in Australia. It's contaminated many kilometres of land. Uh, well, the group in Scotland managed to get rid of Jim Ratcliffe, the richest man in Britain, and they kicked his ass. So it's not just our community doing that. It's, you know, once you know about it, then you can do something. So they got rid of him. When he came down here, we had another uh, legal team that was down here that got rid of him down here as well. So Jim Ratcliffe is now, he's losing and over fist. So you take on the community, you can beat these bastards. You really can. And it... it it just takes hard work. You know, I'm not afraid of hard work. I never thought I'd be doing this. So that's the four, that, that's the three. So you've got shale, coal bed methane, underground coal gasification. Now the, the fourth one was called acidization. And because that didn't have anything with fracking, you know, fracking fluids in it, it was uh, hydrofluoric acid or hydrochloric acid. You said one to me, what was the one that you said, Adra? Some acid. Um... There's one that you can take, and there's one that's really, really. Uh, I think it's hydrochloric acid. Oh, hydrochloric acid. Yeah, you it's, take that for stomach, stomach. Yeah, issues. it's so uh, volatile that you can't mix it on the surface. You have to mix it down right. the well. Anyhow, so they tried to get round it, and we had four good people in uh, in Wrestle over in Yorkshire, Lincoln, in that area, 
and they beat the government. They ambushed. We ambushed the government and we beat them on that two times at the council and two times at Judice Review. And eventually the government over, overruled it, <laughs> but they've done that good a job that they can't use hydrofluoric, uh, hydrochloric acid. They can't use it because they've done that good a job on it that the council won't allow them to use it. So the fourth way, we've even beaten on that as well. And that's what it is. Uh, I was going to mention where we are now, but I've got to keep to the, to the Greens. Okay, so that's where we are. So that's four ways to frank. The third one, uh, the fourth one was a way to try and get around the council because they're just sneaky. That's what they do all the time. They try and change the barriers. Now, two years ago, after getting all this knowledge, uh, after uh, getting watching the video Power Trip, I thought it's about time to take it to the Greens. So every year on April the 1st, I do an action to mark when I came on board. All right, so I'll be doing another one tomorrow, by the way, and I'm back on Facebook in about two hours. So, uh-oh. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I, it's not allowed me to get in contact with some of the groups that, I, that are in all through Facebook. So I'm having to delay my main ones till Monday. So uh, April will be a full month. Now, in uh, April, uh, April 1st, 2019, I think it was, uh, I did a, uh, an attack on uh, Greenpeace, Friends of the Earth and uh, Green Party. Uh, so I was, who's it? Sean, I can't remember what name is. Sean, the head of, of uh, Green Party. Uh, just want, I can't get it in my head. So anyhow, I went to their offices and the one that really shone for me was I did a lock on. I found out that Reclaim the Power, that they were, they, they were the stars of the Power Trip video, had two days at Friends of the Earth. Now, how you to use, show a link between Reclaim the Power and Friends of the Earth? Because Friends of the Earth should know that these are controlled opposition, yet they're allowing them to use the building. So I went, all right. So when I went in uh, on, the, on the Saturday, I did a lock-on. I did one of their actions. So I did a lock-on in Friends of the Earth uh, and uh, to Altam and videoed the whole thing, live streamed the whole thing. Uh, we'll put that up onto, onto my page later on. So uh, we did a lock-on, exposing them, exposing how they talked here. Uh, and then they actually phoned the police up and got, I had six officers around me uh, that didn't want to arrest me. Uh, and by the way, it was just a bite locker that was on the thing. It was more, more of a, uh, a token, if you will. Uh, but anyhow, they listened to me. Uh, eventually I did leave. But what I also did, so that was the action to expose Friends of the Earth. I also went into the meeting uh, of uh, a, a day before uh, of the, uh, who's the CEO of Friends of the Earth. Uh, and so, you know, why they're actually having the board meeting. So we have a video evidence of me explaining to him what's going on down at Preston New Road. Now, remember, these people should know about the opposition. They are not flagging any opposition whatsoever. None. Zip. You would have thought they would, they would you know, ostracize these people and make sure they have a site with these people's names on it. All right, I'm not going to say the names on here so that this could go out. OK, I'm not going to say the names on here. Uh, but there are, they are on that video, Power Trip. With the video I've done, which she edited, is called Power Trap, and that gives the reality of what we were doing and what we're facing down there. Uh, so, yeah, I went to Friends of the Earth on April the 1st that year. I went to see John Sullivan at uh, the head of Greenpeace, uh, 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 Greenpeace, yeah, at their buildings. Uh, I videoed him outside. Uh, I said to him, uh, offered him an interview. Uh, he didn't interview me. It's funny how he interviewed Stinction Rebellion, but won't interview a single person like me. Stinction Rebellion's got three million pound pot. We know what they're doing. We know they're exploiting. We know they're there to uh, stop uh, protests because they give the information that stops the protests. Uh, but they give them an interview for a good hour and a half 
yet they won't even speak to me face to face. And you've got to ask yourself, why will they not speak? I'm not violent. I've got no violent background. I've got a clean record. I'll be fighting this successfully. I've got a long record, probably better than them now. Well, I have done. Our record in Lancashire is better than any Greens in fighting fracking. And also in Scotland, the way they fought it up there as well. So uh, Extinction Rebellion are outed. Uh, well, Extinction Rebellion. And Gail Brabrook's now just smashed a window at Barclays, which is criminal. That's not a civil thing. That's criminal. That's how desperate they are. And, and it's people like me that have absolutely decimated these people to out them. And I won't stop. And also Occupy were a group that was down in London. You know, when they had the only tent outside St. Paul's. Paul's uh, and it was the guy that, was, that did it originally. They, they devastated his campaign. He'd been doing it for years. Uh, oh. oh, well, he'd been out there for a long time. He, he was out there continually down at Parliament Square. Uh, and and oh, oh, Brian Orr, is it? Brian Orr? I think it's Brian Orr. Uh, he's, he's sadly not with us anymore. But he was down there and he said that they devastated what he was doing as well. Even the people that started the Occupy at down, at the, 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 at down there were saying that the page had been taken over. And that's what these people do. They're there to set up to suck the oxygen away from uh, what you want to be doing. Uh, so April the 1st really is uh, a day I mark every single year that woke me up uh, and also to, it's, it's really as well to give a voice to those people that are sadly not with us. And one of them is called Christine Steele. And Christine Steele was a wonderful lady uh, that I met down at Preston New Road. I'd say about, so what happened was uh, Sajid Javid overruled Lancashire County Council. And at the beginning of 2017, there was a site uh, then allowed down at Preston New Road. And because I had a judicial review in, with my legal team, uh, Quadrilla then had to rush to get that site on there before the judicial review stopped them. So they were saying, oh, we're already drilling and we've already got a site on there. So that rush uh, was uh, was set up all sorts of things. So I already knew they were inept. I, I, I tagged the name, the inept Quadrilla. Uh, and so them rushing and then us uh, protesting, you know, so I found my ways to protest because I didn't trust the others even though there were some good people amongst them because they didn't realize as well, just like me. So we found ways to slow them down, but also get contracts just to pull, up, pull out. So what they would do then is get new contracts in that didn't know what they were doing. We also put pressure on it. Now, what, come, what I didn't realize I was doing at that time uh, was I was actually playing psychological warfare on my enemy. I, I, there was no, there was no uh, conscious way of doing that, but I was just doing it. And it wasn't until I'd say six or seven months later with the online abuse I was facing because of this, because I was actually putting my neck out there uh, and protecting people like, you know, Christy and other people as well, uh, that the uh, that I, I realised then I was actually playing psychological warfare with the enemy. And that was with the police using their tactic of entrapment uh, and, you know, uh, using, uh, but always keeping with the truth. If, you, if you've got trust in the truth, then they can't beat you. They will never, ever beat you. Because the thing is, if you go to court, you just tell the truth because it was the truth then. If you were telling any lies whatsoever, they will be unpicked in court. And that's why they never won in court. I've, I've been to court many times now and never been beaten because I believe in the truth. I've been interviewed by the police. Don't take a solicitor because I believe in the truth. If you do that, you're going to win and keep lawful. So all the experience that you've had with fracking has now stood you in very good stead for this um, COVID conversation, shall we say. I'm not quite sure what, what to call it. There's lots of different, uh, very rude words that I'd like to say, but I guess not. So so how has your experience then 
um, helping with the, the COVID conversation, shall we say? Well, there's one thing here that's there's a lot of tie-ups. And, and like I said, the government are being very lazy uh, with what they did in fracking to what they're doing in COVID. That's why it's ideal that a person like me is, is doing it. And, and like I said, I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm going to keep doing this. I will never let anybody down. And I'm not doing it for any glory or anything like that. It's literally, uh, if, I move, if I, I'm forced away, then you lose all the knowledge that I've got. And I can't do that. I just keep, it's not in my makeup to do it. So I have to keep doing it. Now there's one specific thing now that that's actually, uh, that I can, I can exploit. And because I've taken it for so long, I have got documents. I've got, I have got <laughs> hard drive after hard drive, hard drive after hard drive. Two, two, these are two terabytes of information, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's just a fraction. Uh, and by the way, before anybody starts saying, oh, have you got it backed up? Yeah, plenty of people have got the backup on these as well. Uh, and I'll send you some as well if you want it. You can have it for your records as well, all right? Uh, uh, so what I'm doing is, is all that information there is linking what we, we did down at Preston Road and those faces and those characters that one or two of them now are raising the reds after a year of inaction. You would have thought any campaigners, including Greens and all them, will be now shouting out for our civil liberties. That's what they've been doing, shouting out for our freedoms. But they're not doing, they're still coming on with the climate change. That's why they've outed themselves. Any campaigner will be fighting the, 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 the clear and present danger, but they're not doing. So on, the, on there is, 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 is evidence. Now, what I've done is I've taken it for so long and recordings and the attacks and the abuse and the accusation of paedophilia, uh, wife beater, uh, attacks, uh, transphobia, you name it, fraud, you name it, I've taken it all. And the reason I've taken it all is because I've just documented it. We screenshot everything, we date it all. So when we come to court, we have a paper trail where these people say, these are in your words. Now, what happened on uh, down in London when I was in the pen, there was people down there that some were infiltrated, but some were genuine people, but then they were believing the lies, mm. okay? So what I've done is uh, I'm now using, so I'm going to frame them two ways. It's the Preston New Road narcs, which were from the fracking, and we've got the London narcs. Now, the London narcs are now going to help me out the pressing new road narcs. What is right. a narc for the benefit a of the A narc is a person. Yeah, sorry. N-A-R-K-S. Now, by the way, I heard this uh, first time. I did a thing called the uh, high noon. How long have we got left? Because I don't want to, I want to try and get as much in the camera. You're fine. Just carry on. Yeah. Uh, high noon. I did a thing called high noon. And because I'm an entertainer, uh, I wanted to out these uh, narcs. They weren't called narcs by this time, by the way. So uh, narcs are anybody that works against Pressing New Road or the greater good. So they're just the enemy, basically. And you can frame them all. They're just narcs. They work against us, right? Uh, so, but the, the terminology came from, I did a thing called High Noon uh, in 2018. Now, I've done accusations that I'm stealing money, accusations that I was defrauding people and lying to people, right? So I took it and took it and took it until the day that I went, right, now I'm going to tell you about my books. I'm going to give you the information. I'm going to give you the, the evidence. Uh, and I decimated them. I did, I did a presentation and decimated it. I was even laughing at them because it was so ludicrous. One of the, one of the bits of information they were doing, there was all these, I collected, uh, it wasn't a bin full, but it was like a big black bin. And it's called bin fracking. And Manchester had a big march, right? Now, what I did is I stood on a bin in my clown outfit to raise funds for Preston New Road. And I was saying, I was explaining that these are the ones now, they need your help. And I was getting, we, we were getting funds in to, in the bin and that went to Preston New Road. This is just one example. 
uh, and what I did at the end of it, uh, the lady that came up, because I was literally losing my voice, there was thousands of people walking past. I had a, a speaker that was nowhere near loud enough, so I was really giving a lot of energy. I nearly fell off the bin twice, you know, passing out. So this lady that came to the side of me, who I knew, I gave her the microphone. She was going, just give us a pound, just give us a pound. I wouldn't have done that myself, but she was just give us a pound. So we've got loads of pounds in, right? Uh, so what I did is I bagged it up, didn't even touch it. I bagged it up, give them bin liners, give it to them to count. I think it was about 1,600 pounds in there, 1,600 pounds. Uh, and then they give it directly to Preston New Road. So nobody knew about it, right? What is, I, what is, what is Preston New Road, Gazer? Preston New Road is where the fracking site was. It's just on the outskirts of Blackpool. It's an A road that goes between Blackpool and Preston. It's about well, about 12 miles long, right? But obviously the, the fracking site was just a little section of it. So Preston New Road is, is was where the fracking site was allowed by Sajid Javid. What did they need the money for? Uh, well, they we had two, two, two judicial reviews. Uh, what happened when, when Quadrilla first came down to the site, I'm trying to be clearer, but I'm, I'm going to get muddied a bit. Uh, well, I'll, I'll do it briefly. Uh, Preston New Road was one of the two sites that Quadrilla uh, was uh, sites that Quadrilla were going for. One was Preston New Road and one was Rosica. Rosica uh, was a red herring. We, we, we only found this out uh, about six months into when we we're trying to get organized. We had to work with the chair of Rosica. I won't say her name yet. You will be here about this in future. Mm -hmm. But the chair of Rosica uh, was to undermine Preston New Road. Preston New Road was always the target. For the government and for you know for the for the police and everybody else that was always the target rosica was always to muddy the waters polarization now i managed to get them together working together uh in 2014 to win we were winning in, in january of 2015 uh and we you know we've done all that we were winning 5-1 uh, the chair the uh, the planning officer or was it the chair the chair was asking yeah it was the chair was asking each individual on the planning committee when they were voting why they were voting the way they were voting Right. And then he'd say, what do you, rather than just do everybody vote in one go and count, we'd never seen this before. Mm -hmm. uh, and they were saying, put your hand up and then tell us why. And then why you're voting. Now, we were winning 5-1. Right. There's, I think it was 15 on the, on the planning committee. We're already winning 5-1. And our strongest ones that we knew were going to go against it weren't coming on. And he allowed a deferral. And in, in that. So then he allowed a deferral. Then eventually it was redone again in, in uh, re, reapplied again at the council in June of 2015, where we won. But in that time, I had been put on the outside. So the, the ones in Preston New Road had worked on me, the ones in Rosica, they wouldn't work with me. So I had to do an individual uh, judicial review when we won to Preston New Road to bring in. And mine was, believe it or not, was mine was on, on environment and health and safety. <laughs> you know what I mean? That should have been Preston New Road, but never mind. Uh, so uh, what was I saying? So yeah, so Rosica and Preston New Road with, with, with the two different sites. Rosica was always, always set up. And the group of Narcs mainly come from, uh, from Rosica, but we have one or two that were inside Preston New Road. Uh, one of them was the, uh, the media expert. And when she left, she went to Fratfree Lancashire, that was the umbrella group for the Lancashire groups that is now controlled by Ian Roberts, the brother of Mark Roberts. You see how it goes? Mm. So then I'm on the outside on, rather being on the inside. And that's what I'm saying about greens, green agendas, occupy, friends of the earth. You're either in the group or outside the group. And that's what it is. They use it as a control mechanism all the way down. Same with Extinction Rebellion. They will use it all the way down the line. So Preston New Road 
is where the site is, where we stopped the site originally. We took many, many uh, months, if not, well, we took years out of, of Quadrilla. And it's that that really, if anybody says, why did, when you say, did you stop fracking? Uh, it was that taking the time out of them because time's money. Uh, so, you know, that period of time, more people got on board. Uh, we stopped the contamination. We closed the four sites. Uh, media, 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 because we didn't have the media. You know what I mean? Friends of the Earth, Greenpeace, they've got all the media, they've got all the stars. Uh, you know, uh, what's the name now? You know, they've got all the connections with the stars and everything. It's, it's, it's a clique. It's a clique of people that are together. Uh, but we managed, so without the media, without our MP, without the council, we managed to stop fracking, but cost so much time. So eventually when we did manage to frack and they caused the earthquakes, which we predicted, our experts were predicted, does this sound familiar to COVID? Mm. They predicted, uh, then uh, we, did, we, you know, we took a lot, a lot of hits down at the site. So what's happening is we're going back to the narcs, right? So uh, up that period of time with the money, you know, I proved that we hadn't stolen, hadn't stolen any money. And then about three weeks later, I uh, had a face-to-face, -face. you know, I said, challenged the, the four people, four men. So I couldn't say I was bullying them. So mm. there was four men, I won't say their names, but four men uh, to a showdown at a place that looked like a cowboy, looked like OK Corral, it had all the panel in the front. So I thought, I'll, I'll, the drama, the drama, I always go for the drama. So I said, I'll meet you down there, name a day, I'll meet you at 12 o'clock. Uh, and so I did a video the night before and I was on a hobby horse with a cowboy outfit going, do not forsake me, oh my darling, you know, giving it lighthearted. So there was no threat. Next day I turned up at 12 noon, I was outnumbered. But the best thing about it was, which I knew they were gonna do, and this is what I'm saying to you about, if you're clever and you do psychological warfare on these people, you use the hate against them. I told them at the beginning, I beat them with the hate. Uh, and what it was, they were all filming me. And I said to people, go onto their pages and download their films. So they were, they were filming my evidence on their phones. <laughs> so when I turned up, uh, they were there, they were outnumbering me. And then they got me arrested by the police. Don't need to go into too much detail, but they got me arrested by the police. Somebody was saying that gazers threatening a massacre. They actually said gazers threatening a massacre. Uh, oh, by the way, I didn't turn up in a, in, in a clown outfit or a, uh, uh, or a cowboy suit. I, you know, I had my shirt on with force from the north on the back. So people would know it was me and a red cap, obviously. Uh, and uh, so anyway, when I turned up down there, they filmed uh, the police arresting me under false... Uh, when I was actually being sexually assaulted by a guy that said he was transgender. He's been a guy for the last six years. There's no way straight, just using that. Uh, and again, it's just that PR, PC stuff that they keep using. So uh, when I put that video out and people saw it on Facebook, uh, somebody from Bolton, this is where the word narcs come from, bloody a long way, long way to get to it. Uh, he said, the narcs have taken over Preston New Road. And I went, whoa, I like that. So from that day forward, N-A-R-K-S was the definition of what these people do working against us. Uh, and it's also been used in court. Uh, the, 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 believe it or not, the enemy, when I went to just see in court and watch a trial, they had me in the dock. So I've gone from having, being a, you know, not being a witness, being a, a, just a person turned up at court, they had me in the dock. And then from the dock, the judge says to me, uh, there's people in here that are panicking about you. Yeah, bloody truth, that's why they're panicking. Uh, and they had me in a, a locked room with a video link in the same courthouse in a video with a, with a guard to protect them from me. And this one's saying to you, this is what I've had to take over a period of time. 
So the narcs of pressing new roles, that's, I mean, it's only a, a fraction of what they was doing. Like I said, I was headbutted, I was attacked, I was uh, things thrown at me. Uh, the police had to protect us on a numerous occasions. I forced the police to do their job, basically, just by being a lawful citizen and witnessing and recording what was going on down there. I also outed people. One guy on camera admitted his ex-wife had accused him of molesting his daughter on camera. On camera. And these people were still supporting him. This, this is this is the control that they have. One of the people that was uh, that was uh, the controllers down there tried to do a uh, what they call it psychological profile. I used to do a thing called gate camp, right? Gate camp was monitoring the site all the time, uh, and I did Tuesday nights, so I did it from say ten o'clock because I'd, I'd be meeting on a, a Tuesday night. So we had a friend down there that was there from eight o'clock, and we were there, and I'd, I'd turn up at ten after my meeting at Lytham Cricket Club because it was on a Tuesday night. I'd go down there, we're there till uh, eight o'clock. Uh, sometimes 10 o'clock the next morning for nothing we were doing it for it was to monitor the site record the site document everything so when they come back to Lancashire County Council we'd have this documentation uh, and so oh, what was it going with that uh, gate cam I'll have to let that go Tuesday nights uh, attacks uh, about how you've been abused basically over the over the period of the yeah it was just it was literally just documenting everything that was down at the site uh so when the yeah this this so when the when you when you do so the narcs trying to get back to what we were doing with the narcs uh psychological warfare yeah it was it was about it was about the guy that was saying about sexually abusing his daughter uh but it was the pressure i was putting on them so what I do, like I'm going to do in April, every year I do a month or two months where I do incessant action on a particular thing I want to target. Uh, and down at Preston New Road in uh, June, July of uh, 2018, uh, I stayed, yeah, two, 2018, yeah, I stayed there uh, seven o'clock every morning on a seat uh, outside the site, just witnessing the site. And I stayed there every single morning. Uh, and that was to stretch the narcs that were, that were dominating the, the road. So what I would do is I would stay there uh, and then they would uh, so documenting the stuff coming into the site because, you know, obviously Preston New Road, the, the gate camp would have been taken over by that time. Uh, I had a hammer thrown at me by a moving car, by the way. That was the last night I was down there. It just missed me. We heard it chinging down the road. I actually got video evidence, put it into the police. None of these things investigated. When I was attacked, never investigated. A guy attacked me three times. One time was two. There's a lot to talk about. So anyhow, I stayed on the chair all the way through July and I just videoed all the ones trying to come at me. Uh, and that, that guy, like I said to you, I stretched them that much. They were that strung out and tired that I got more out of them by using their hatred against them. Uh, just asking this guy, I said, uh, what is your real name? He had a false name. And I said, what's your real name? And then he came over the road telling me, well, everybody knows my real name and everybody knows that I've been, uh, uh, I was, uh, my wife accused me of, of, of abusing my daughter. And I just sat there and I was like, for, for what? I didn't react. I've got a good poker face. I didn't react at the beginning. I let him talk and talk and talk. And then I went, let's just go back to what you just said. And then he was just, you know what I mean? Oh, uh, marriages are, 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 are uh, you know, are, are, uh, are bad and this and the other. So anyhow, the body of evidence from the narcs uh, and them attacking me on Facebook and pages up called clown videos that were dedicated to me to undermine my name and, 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 and lie about me. Uh, there was a uh, block by Gazer is another one. And that's still up. Uh, I've notified the police about it. 
uh, and there was various other pages as well to blacken my name, okay? And what they were doing is they're sending a video out of my ex-wife as well, out on, on, uh, on Facebook. I never reacted to that because I knew that that had been hacked off my YouTube. It was on a private thing that I was going to use the editing facilities on YouTube to help me in my divorce, to show how she'd gone from the loving wife to a person that's got bipolar. And it's clear on these videos. Somebody hacked that page, edited the video that was on there from a six minute video down to a two minute video and put uh, a, a nasty on it. It's just called nasty. So there's no connection to me whatsoever. Nobody would know it was me. Nobody knows my ex-wife. Uh, and what they did was they uh, send that round to everybody secretly to all these groups. And people were letting me know about this videos going around and went, oh, hello. Knowing that we've gone from a six minute video and it's clearly edited to make me look bad. So uh, I know I have no, uh, uh, you know, having, having divorced, going through the divorce process. And as you know, divorce is really nasty. I know what's in that divorce and nothing about what's been said in that video has been mentioned. And that's why I smile because it's just going, you haven't got anything. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to get to, you know, because I'm a lawful citizen, you're trying to get something that will uh, force people away. So create the lies and create the doubt to force people away from not trusting me. So it can be anything. But what they've done is they have used uh, and what I'm doing now, I'm doing more in depth now what, why I'm exposing the narcs oppressing your old by the narcs in London. So this video that was put out there, uh, I didn't say anything, didn't react to it. But people started referencing it. And so I was recording them referencing it, going, oh, what's that video you're talking about then? Am I on it? Do you see my face on it? Is there any name on there whatsoever? Does anybody know my ex-wife? You see, it just had nasty on it. But it also, the page went to a guy called Stanley Matthews, right? Meaning a pro-fracker, a not, uh, uh, we, there were no narcs by this time, pro-fracker uh, uh, video and site that's edited this thing to make me look bad when he's just against me, then the ones that's supposed to be on our side were using that video to undermine a guy with a successful record. So it just completely, absolutely decimates him. Now, I had 13 videos that were locked, you know, they were uploaded onto YouTube. So I could edit it and then put it into the court to, for my, def my defense in, in my, cause I just represented myself by the way, in, in my divorce and I won in my divorce cause I hadn't done anything wrong. So uh, again, all documented in my, in my court papers. So I know I am, so when we get to court now these people are coming out with, I just go, why isn't it mentioned in the court papers then? You know, lawyers, divorce lawyers are, 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 are brutal. Yeah, so I've got that in there. The other thing is, is protect my ex-wife. We, she is now happy. She's now on a level playing field, which she was never going to be while we're together. Uh, and she's now on a level playing field. Uh, and what they've tried to do is bring her back into it because stress triggers bipolar. All right. And what I'm trying to do, even now, I still love her, after, you know, it, you know, because it wasn't her. We didn't fall out. It was, it was literally the, the Yasmin pill that triggered the bipolar. So anything she'd done or said since then, and it's never been bad. It's never been bad. Uh, is, uh, is, uh, is ne we're never going to be back to where we were before. But at least I know if we weren't together, at least she had a chance of sort of having just this plan, especially what I was doing, because by I'd already been going through this bipolar thing for a year. So I knew that we she would be attacked and she couldn't cope with it. And I knew I had to carry on doing this. I had to make a choice, you know, save my business and my, fa you know, and my marriage and everything, or win at fracking. Uh, and I knew I couldn't carry on doing this. And then she had a, anyhow, she's, she's getting on well, but they're trying to pull her in and they're trying to trigger and I won't allow that. Mm -hmm. All right. And that's why, you know, uh, uh, with this, I have to finish these knocks off now and we're in the position of doing that. Uh, the other reality of this is 
uh, I've been open from day one. All right, these are revelations. You're not going to believe what you're going to be told now. Now, from day one, I was putting it out there because I knew these people would use it, right? Uh, my dad, I haven't seen since the age of six or seven. So I think probably five, but there was a brief day that we think, I, I almost remember seeing him around the age of seven, but so I haven't seen him in, in, in decades, right? Uh, we found out years later that he had, uh, and by the way, the background is, my mum came away from my dad for being violent. He nearly killed her twice, if not more, but you know, two times that we know that he, he, he tried to kill her twice. Uh, strangulation. One time he, he ran out the house, she ran out the house naked and she had to go to a pub because it would, you know, she would just fear of her life. She took us away from her dad. Uh, and then we came back. He didn't expect this tonight on a, on a great green, <laughs> out in the greens. But the thing is, I'm genuine. And what I've got to show people is that these opposition, these greens, and some of these are green party people and Greenpeace and friends of the other people, right? They will use this. So if you're out there and you put it out there, so uh, I've got a mother that was abused. Why would I abuse somebody if I've, I've got a mother that's been abused, right? I, I, you know, I made a point of, not, of breaking that chain. Mm -hmm. So my father, uh, we found out in uh, just recently, and this was again through the narcs, they'd murdered somebody. We found this out through the narcs. Uh, we also found through the narcs that I was born in the hospital I was born in. I just say I'm born in Bolton. I've no part about my past or anything, right? And then one of the narcs found out that what the hospital was born in. I went, oh, thanks for that. I didn't know. <laughs> so sometimes it can be useful. Mm -hmm. So anyhow, my mother was uh, attacked, abused. She got, to, and we were attacked and abused. I, you know, I witnessed my sister as a baby, the silhouette being smacked in the, in the, in the window. You know, I could see the silhouette at nighttime. Mm -hmm. And my dad picked her out of the cart. She was crying. He slapped her one leg, you know, upside down. These are things that you're in your brain mm. uh, that you remember, you know, like the horrific things. Uh, so, you know, my past is, is uh, what makes me where I am now, but I don't carry it. But what I had to do was be out there and say to people that my dad, uh, then I found out that uh, he had murdered uh, the daughter of a woman he was seeing. We're thinking she was underage. Uh, he took the coward's way out. So he murdered her to keep her quiet. And then uh, he, he either hung himself or in a car. Again, we don't know the background to it, but we do, do know now that he took his own life. He committed, like the coward he is. You know, these are cowards that hit women and hate children. So, uh, and uh, so that was, that was my dad. Uh, and then to do what they're doing now, number one is that they're, they're not bothered about my ex-wife. They're not bothered about the family that uh, my dad murdered the, you know, so they'd be rehashing this if this were to go forward. Uh, and the, the second and the second one is my brother abused his daughter. All right. Uh, and we only found this out again over fracking. You know what I mean? So they told me what had happened. Uh, and so they're not interested in rehashing what she's gone through. All right. So my family's now made contact with it. My sisters, I will never will. Right. Because I mean, it's, it's the, you know, when she's ready sort of thing. So uh, he abused her. He did three years in prison. But what they do is because that's part of a family member that makes you the person that they are, which is very, is, is, is impossible as, as, as any sane person would think. So, uh, and obviously, I mean, I haven't seen him in at least 30 years, 25, 30 years. Uh, and uh, this, these are the people one will use it, but the, 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 the fact that the greens work with these sorts of people, outs them as the most evil group of people that you could think of that they are not bothered about the victims i i carry those victims with me you know right? and we're doing this to protect children and to tarnish somebody that's doing that 
they what it is is to try and undermine you and drive you away of saying why are people not believing me that i didn't do that and i wouldn't do that and so then what they want you to do is to defend yourself it's a tactic and it's very effective it doesn't work with me because if you're an innocent man or an innocent person then you have nothing to hide the burden of proof then is on the accuser so back to where we're doing now so we've had all that at Preston new road We've got blocked by Gazer, again, tarnishing my name. That's on Facebook, by the way. I've complained to Facebook. They haven't taken it down. And then you have uh, the, the Narts of, of, of London. Now, the Larks of London are the ones that... Uh, excuse me a second. Why does it always happen? Dog's barking. The doorbell's just gone. Okay, getting it right. So the, the, the Narts of London are now exposing the Narts of Preston New Road. I've had to wait a long time for it. Now they're using saying I'm a paedophile, a fraud, a thief, all sorts of things, right? Uh, and what we do now is I've been to Charing Cross Police Station uh, and also my account, my co-op account, has just been uh, under a fraud investigation for five months, four, four or five months, cleared. So who made that accusation and why were they led to believe that there was fraud going on in that account? So I said to Charing Cross Police Station, I want you to investigate where these people in London have got their information to be led to believe that I'm all these things, mm. which will then go back to Preston New Road and then bring up an investigation. Now, a year ago uh, this month in March, uh, February and March of last year, I visited Blackpool Police Station with chronological uh, evidence uh, of uh, the attacks that they had, uh, they had done, on, uh, the narcs had done on me, the online abuse, the physical attacks, uh, the inactivity of Blackpool Police, and the fact that they've visited my sister's home on four occasions. The first time about my welfare, that people were threatening to attack me on Facebook. Pardon me. I recorded all these four, by the way. The second one was to warn me off of, uh, of the uh, exposing on, on, uh, green, on, uh, the green, on Raw News uh, about these people. Uh, and they were warning me off and they were saying, I says, uh, so am I doing anything lawful exposing these people? They went, no, you're selling close to the wind. I said, well, selling close to the wind isn't breaking the law. Why are you on my sister's doorstep? The third time is when I got attacked at High New. The, the same two police officers that damaged my wrist, you know, violently uh, put the wrist uh, and snatched my phone off me uh, without, without uh, arresting any of the people that made false allegations, because again, it was all recorded. Uh, the third time they came up and warned me away from going down to Maple Farm that's on Preston New Road, which I never went back to again, didn't need to. And then the fourth time, this was the best one. Uh, I was attacked uh, on mid-July of 2018 by two guys, one ripping the phone out of me and throwing it into a field, damaging the phone. Uh, the guy didn't face any charges that attacked me. Vid I videoed him attacking me, right? Didn't face any charges. Uh, and uh, the day after, those same two police officers that arrested me at high noon came to my sister's house. Oh, no, no, no. No, that was the third one. The fourth one was... Uh, uh, the police came to my sister's house the day after being attacked and they said to my sister, first of all, these are the three important things it said. First of all, they said, are you uh, scared of Gazer? You know, uh, do you feel threatened by Gazer? She went, no. Oh no, first one was, uh, are you bothered about Gazer's mental state? What do you think? She went, oh, he's batty as fruitcake. You know me, which you just have a laugh, don't you? And then she said the second one, then she realised what was going on then. And then they said to her, uh, do you feel threatened by her? She went, no, it's my big brother. They always looked after us. Now, and that's what I've always done. I've always looked after me. Oh, everybody, bollocks. I've just looked after, you know, I protect anyone. Uh, and then uh, the third one was the important one. They says, well, he got bopped yesterday. 
I don't know if you know. She went, yeah, told me about that, like I wouldn't tell her. Uh, and they said, uh, uh, there is a, a risk that he could be sectioned should he carry on what he's doing. Sectioned, right? And we've heard a lot of people have actually been sectioned and then they're, 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 they're chemically coshed, you know, with, with injections and everything. So the first thing I did was go to my doctors and got a mental certificate saying, and seconded by another doctor. Uh, there is nothing on you. Well, that's why you will never ever see me on, on the internet saying I'm down, saying I'm depressed, saying why people are picking on me. That, that's why I say uh, one simple thing line and I say, I am bulletproof. Mm-hmm. Anything you say to me will not touch me, will not even get close to touching me. How because are you? Once ca- you do that, you say, you say, you sign your own death warrant. Mm-hmm. When you do how that. You, how are you a- coping with all these physical attacks, though, Gazer? I mean, it must be blinking or wearing you down. Bulletproof. <laughs> I'm here to do a job. Okay, <laughs> I'm here to so do a job. They can do what they want. They know. They know. They can do. You know. I take it all. Uh, one particular town with the narcs of London. Uh, there was a group that went past when we were in the pen, uh, and the oh, you've got one in here, have I? There was a like a speaker stand. You know those tripods. Yes, yeah. Uh, and uh, the, there was children in there and they insulted them and they were saying, oh, that's Gazer from the fracking lot. This was down in London fighting COVID in the protest pen. So me being me, I went out and confronted them and videoed it. And they're all, you know, they're all drinking out the cans and some of them might have been on something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was about, I was outnumbered six to one. I like it like that because that way they can never say I'm bullying them. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of them, were, uh, they were going on and on and on. They were saying, oh, Gazer, the, the drug dealer, this, I was a drug dealer. I went, oh, that's a new one. And they said another one, new one that I'd never heard before as well. So what they did is one of them went, he went back off and then he had this tripod with the three things and he had it right in front of his face like that. I went, oh, you've made a decision now. I went, you're going to have to do it or back off. What are you going to do? And he backed off. Mm. What a winning situation would that have been for him? And the thing is then, where he got his information from in court. I want these sons of bitches in court because no matter what people are saying, they can't lie in court because it is perjury. And we can prove it's perjury. Unless if they say something about me that isn't true and then they use evidence of what somebody has said, then we get them in court. And that's why it's so important. That's why they don't want to see me in court. They will do your, anything but have me in court. Your days in court, though, have been delayed considerably, haven't they? And, and, and now it's very clear to see why, because <laughs> they don't want you to go to court. They being the opposition <laughs> and, and the judges don't want to see you there because they don't want to take your case on, do they? Cases. Well, I've done all due diligence. I've done all the, all the background work. I've, I've taken on the doctors and their experts. Uh, Sol Faust at Southampton Hospital was the very first one that I questioned about the, the vaccines being tested on children that have failed on animals. Never got a reply. Then I went to Oxford University. Oh, Oxford University, Churchill Hospital. I've even seen the site. I've been to the, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a decrepit old hospital. It's fallen to be, it's like the old asbestos, you know, war, uh, war barracks. It's, it's, it's horrendous there. Church, yeah. Churchill Hospital, though, has a... I've been there. I, I had some treatment there for cancer yeah. years ago, and they have a very swanky new front wing to it, but the back end, the arse end is horrible. You're absolutely right. I've been in there. I know I know it kind of um, step by step in there. It's revolting. Uh, and it, it's just falling to pieces. I mean, there's, I mean, but anyhow, right at the back, by accident, and that's what I'm saying to you, you know, why did I find it by accident? Mm-hmm. I got lost in there and I found the actual, uh, uh, it, what do you call it? Like a mobile 
you know, like a, you know, kind of yeah. big trailer, big Mobile white trailer, and it had yes, COVID yeah, on no. the side of it. Yeah. Found it by accident. Uh, and then anyway, we paid a visit back there as well afterwards. Now, the first time we went down there, we didn't realise this, but Prince uh, Prince William was there. They were taking him around that facility. Prince William was going there and he's looking on the side and there was police everywhere. I thought, the police can't be here just for me because we'd said we're going down to it. Uh, so, uh, and then we found out afterwards, that's why they were all down there. They're all panicking that I'm going to go and <laughs> jump in. And <laughs> Believe me, if I'd have known, I would have done, but I didn't know about it on the day. And then the one after that was Bristol University. So, it is uh, Adam Hill, uh, Adam Hill, or is it Adrian Hill? Adrian, there's Adam Hill, he's at Bristol University, and Adrian, they've, they've all got similar, if you've got similar names, I get goosed. So anyway, I went to Bristol, I went to Southampton Hospital, then Oxford Hospital, then Bristol Hospital, and I returned as well. Uh, and I, on two of the hospitals, I handed in all the documentation. I never had a reply. The only reply I did have was from Sol Faust at, at uh, Southampton Hospital that said that he had too much time, uh, not enough time on his hands that he could see me. I went, well, I wonder why that is. And this is all before I went down to Downing Street, all before I was in the pen. So I'd already done the work that I'd done up to then. You know, the fact that in 2000, uh, when they had the meningitis to see, and this is what everybody can look into, when they had the meningitis C uh, vaccination, they'd already vaccinated 13 million people. Uh, the helpline where people were phoning up, and this was in the article from the Guardian or the, or the Observer, one of the two, uh, had said that the woman was told by these, do not go to the press. Her son had been affected by this. It dropped down in school. It affected his, his exams. It affected you know, his, his mental state and everything. Uh, and she was so beside herself that she said, you know, she wanted to warn people. She was told by them not to go to the press uh, in opposition at that time with a Tory party. Uh, I don't know if you know if Liam Fox, you know, the minister now, Liam Fox is in government, foreign, uh, I think he's like sort of foreign uh, business minister or something like that. He's a doctor. I actually questioned him outside Downing Street. Uh, he was in opposition and he was asking the questions that we are asking now because it was a Labour government when, we, when they did the meningitis C vaccine. Uh, he was asking the same question about we should have all the information, we should make a choice if we have the vaccines or not. Why now is in government, is it suddenly you're not allowed to do that? So we can use this in court. And I questioned him when he came out of Downing Street and I said, asked him about hydroxychloroquine. He mentioned the uh, blind testing, all the things I wanted him to mention that we can then use in court. But he's a doctor. He should know this. Why isn't he where Matt Hancock is now? because he would then, under his Hippocratic oath, not be allowed to use any of this. So we now know that ministers aren't in post to do the job, that to do it for the elites. But the meningitis C is important. Meningitis C was being rolled out around the country in our schools. We've been tested on the public, in, just like we are now, in 2000, in our schools, 13 million people, uh, up to that point, right, uh, of that article. Now, meningitis C only affects 1,000 500 people in the country, 64 million people, well, it'd be less than that, run it 20 years ago, let's say 50 million people. So you've got 1,500, only 150 deaths, 150 deaths, and everybody's been inoculated for something that was such a small amount of people being affected. All right, it's horrific, but the side effects affected way more than 150 people and long-term as well. So, you know, we, we know once we get in court with this one here, the whole lot comes, comes tumbling down. The police, the, you know, the, 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 the head of police, and they're the ones I'm going after are the head of police, not the people on the ground. So, so what, is, what is your case? 
what what is the the kind of I don't know what's 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 your head what's the headline on your case? Why are you yeah. taking a court court case now forward? Uh, well, no, well, no, right. That's the point. See, because I have no money, what I'm doing is I'm I'm forcing them to you know that's what I call myself acro man because that's the latest thing now fighting the acros. I say fight the fine, so acro man is fighting the fine. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's saying that's a business everybody else. I'm putting my head. Uh, and 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 uh, my actions, what I'm asking other people to do. So I'm not doing anything different. Uh, the cases where I've been arrested, I've actually put the police uh, commissioner uh, and others on notice, saying that they know that this is a fraud. They know it's a lie. So an example being Cressida Dick, she knows that her officers in July, August and September, well, July and August, maybe up to September, up to where they started putting the masks on, didn't have any masks on in the vans. They were in the closest proximity to another officer in the back of a contained vehicle, you know, that transit-sized vehicle, and none of them had COVID. How is this transmissible? They didn't have any masks on, and they were dealing with people that they thought had COVID, and none of them died. Yet now, at the back end, after wearing masks, we've got five, five of their officers have died, and they're saying it's to do with COVID, with no proof. You see, we're not given the proof of it because our government lies. Right. Uh, the government has got no, absolutely no trust at all because... Uh, every single one of the ministers at some point have been found out to be liars, meaning we need an investigation into those ministers. Uh, Priti Patel has just been found guilty. Well, not found guilty. She's paid off the, uh, the, the civil servant that the same she was bullying him. 340000 of public money. Defended in court with public money. Defending a minister that has now been proven to be a liar. Nobody's going to step down. So we have to force them out. There is, the only way that we can get to the truth is through courts. The only way we're going to get this government down is that in numbers. But we have to prove, first of all, that the, the lies that they're doing, because the media ain't going to do it. So, it's, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's, we then have a case that if they were to lock me up, I have done every single step, every reasonable step uh, from trying to uh, engage with the government and everybody else. Like I did with fracking. We did exactly the same thing with fracking. That's why I'm saying the, uh, the laziness uh, and the complacency of the elites and the government are doing exactly the same things. And that's why I know we'll beat them. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. We'll beat them because the facts are all there. We're not making anything up. We're not the ones lying. And, and, and I, I do a saying, you know, the truth is it's own fortress. If people start understanding that, uh, we're, we're unstoppable because the truth will always be the same. And that's what I can't understand. I can't understand. I find it very difficult to see or difficult to understand why people can't see what's happening. You know, they've just been hoodwinked and they're going along with it. I mean, it's psychological warfare on a, a humongous scale. It's on a world scale, isn't it? And yeah. there's so many clever people um, who are believing this nonsense. And for something that affects less than half a percent of the population, why would you lock people away? Why would you vaccinate people? It's all about money. It doesn't matter. It's not about politics. It's about money, isn't it? Can I ask you something, Elaine? Have you, are, are you, have you got power? Have you got power? I have personal power. I am powerful in my own um, sovereign state, as is, is the next person and the next person and the next person. No, what I mean is, do you believe in you've got power, as in uh, an, an entity that will, uh, uh, that, that can make a difference in, in, any, in any way? Absolutely. Right. Yeah, I know um, I'm making a difference. And so many people are doing that. Now, what we've got to understand is, and when everybody's feeling down, and this is what I know to my core, I know it. You've got a, a, a small amount of people, right, that, that think they've got all the power. 
right? They think they've got all the power. What we have, everything's got the same on each side. So even on our side, we've got nasty people. We've got violent people. We've got, we've got to accept that, all right? But so are they on their side. You've got people that want to be top dog on both sides. So what we're looking at now is that we, we've got the same tools as they've got. The thing that difference what we've got is we've got the majority of people on our side. And the numbers, the numbers alone will overthrow these people. We've got good people all over the place. And some of these people are so clever, they manage to stay in post, even though they're on our side on the right of good. So you've got to think how intelligent that person must be to be in that position. So let's just say in the legal system, for a judge to stay in that position, and you know, we won't be getting uh, cases won had there not been good judges in there. But they're so powerful and so clever that they manage to stay in those positions. You know, say we police officers, we've got good chief inspectors out. Pardon me, out there that have managed to work the way up in, in, in the ranks. We're now at the crux of where 2021 will be the year of change. And there is no great ground with this one. We either win or we lose. And the ones who are realizing that if we lose, are going to do everything they can to make sure that we don't. And that's the energy behind us. You know, most of these people we're taking on, it's probably just like a nine to five job where they get paid to do it. Yeah. Ours is our will. It's purely will. And that will will beat all these sons of bitches. And that's why I have no doubt about it. That's why I can't go anywhere. I have to do this until the job's done. Mm. And we have to protect our kids. For me, every time of day, I'm going to go, right, how can I hurt them now? Every time I wake up in the morning, going, right, what am I going to do today? And that's why I jump out of bed. I just go, right, how do I hurt them today? How am I going to damage these sons of bitches, these evil entities, uh, these people that think they can run the world, the people that put crap in the sky and are allowed to by our government? First, you bring down your government, and that will be easy to do this year. Look at the parks. Did you see the parks yesterday? They were heaving. Very, very busy, but it's not shown on mainstream, is it? It's all on Facebook, and then we know about Facebook taking things down, and here we go around the mulberry bush again. Well, it's been wonderful catching up again, Gazer, and we must do this again because I know you've got some interesting things that you're going to be doing in April. I don't know what they are, but... Um, I know you're a cheeky chappy and it will be something that's going to make a humongous difference. So um, I'd like to interview you again. Uh, well, I, don't, I say interview you. I don't. All I need to do is ask a question and you're off. It's wonderful. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the beauty of it. It's all in here. You know, mm. they don't have to be documented. And, and what I do say to people, I say, look, I'm coming all over the country. Ask me any question. I'll just tell you straight away. Because the thing is, I can't possibly know what's in, what's in your head or what your question until you ask me. But you can't possibly know what information I might give you that will be useful to you or a contact that I might use to, to give to you. Because everything I get, I pass on to many, uh, as many people as I can. And, you know, I think probably that's why people like my raw news, because it's genuine and it's always the truth. You know what well, I mean? Where will, where will people find the raw news? Uh, well, we've got raw news is on Facebook, on Gezer Tariani, G-E-Z-A. Tariani, T-A-R-J-A-N-Y-I. Uh, now, if anybody wants any fracking information, there's two sites you can go on. One is Preston New Road 2017 Revisited, and that was like real time. That's up to date. That's real time. What was happening in 2017 that's on there? So it's, it's documented from day one to where we, where we are now. So if anybody wants to see what was going on at Preston New Road, you can, unless you want to say anything about I'm genuine, it, it, you know, 
there's bad things about Facebook, but this is the good thing that once you've recorded it, it's on there and that's it. You know what I mean? You can't go back and edit it. So, uh, and that keeps coming up on my pages. And the other one is Frack Free Filed, F-Y-L-D-E. And that is my journey of becoming a campaigner. So when I left Preston New Road, I set up uh, Frack Free Filed uh, about March or April of that year. Uh, and again, that's my journey from then to where we are now. You know, and, and uh, so that's the fracking journey, if you will. Uh, and, and the beginning of, of Gersi Tariani is uh, obviously when I was DJing and kids entertainer. So again, these are things that can't be made up. You know, it's there, it's documented. Uh, and like I said, I'm, I'm in a unique position. That no matter how many people try and lie about you, whatever, you just go, where's your proof? Mm. I know that you're a liar because you're lying about me. And once I know that, then I'm coming for you. Then I'll expose you. Uh, and the first thing you can say to them is when I went down to high noon, I said to them, uh, where's your proof? And none of them had any proof. And then they start saying, you know, you're violent guys, you're this, uh, you're trans, you know, all sorts of things. But none of them gave any proof because I just come at them. I just face them off. Well, thank you. So on behalf that's of... where we are now. So sorry. Thank you on oh, and then also it's Acroman. Yeah. Acroman okay. on uh, Telegram. So whatever is over to Telegram. Sorry? A-C-R-O. Uh, A-C-R-O. Acroman. Acro One minute. Man. For some reason, power's gone on the laptop. And it pops out. You, you, you're, still, you're still here. Yeah, well, there's not much. There you go. Yeah. Just had the dog in. It must have just wagged its tail and knocked it out. All right, okay. So, okay, um, so, you uh, yeah. Uh, it's a case now that uh, we need to just really... Uh, work on now people that can work together to work together people like yourselves you know interview people that you know that, that you you've already done your research on you've probably seen i don't know how do you know me elaine how, how, how have you got to know about me through through our mutual friend um maria morrissey all right and um also by seeing you on facebook when you were down in the pen in london and i followed you on facebook since and then seen and I thought it would be wonderful to interview you to, you know, get the get the true uh, stories behind Geza Tariani. So you've mentioned about people contacting you and you've mentioned um, Acroman on Telegram and um, the Raw News on Facebook. Um, on, on our last interview, you gave, well, we gave the phone number, your phone number out. Well, can you, you do it again? Because yeah, <laughs> I've just got it ready here because I thought I bet you, you, you found not to remember your phone number. Okay, so any listeners that would like to get in contact with Gazer, it's 07857 07857 061 yeah. 095. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> I'll just do that again. 07857 061 095. Gazer Terry, thank you so much. And please look after yourself and be careful and eat properly, drink plenty of quality water on your next few weeks, because I know you're going to be on the road and um, yeah, yeah. please look after yourself. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Elaine. And like I said, we're going to have to interview you shortly as well, because you've got an amazing story. Cool. I'll speak to you soon. Respect. See you later, Elaine.